You're listening to The Alex Spicer Show, where we like to focus on God, family, freedom, and religion, and discuss the true principles that ensure our happiness and our success in light of current and historical events. Okay, so, peppers. <laughs> but you were saying, he... So this guy breeds these peppers, and they become like the hottest peppers in the world. Hotter than the naturally hottest peppers in the world. He breeds them, that's right. He breeds them like... like Cross-pollinates them. Like cows. It's called breeding, right? Is it? Uh, yeah. Cross-pollinate them. You create these uh, hybrids. I can't... But, I don't know. I feel like there's another so, word. What, okay. What health benefits was he talking about? Um... Uh, I can't remember all of them. Yeah, so I was listening to a podcast to interview the guy who who made essentially created the Carolina Reaper. And uh, oh, the Carolina Reaper is not natural. No, no, it doesn't happen in nature. He basically Mother finds pearl. like the hottest pepper and then pollinates itself, and then it over time, like over like eight or nine. Seasons. He he reads out the the weaker improves, ones. He keeps yeah. re- rebreeding the so he the just more keeps getting ones. hotter and hotter. But it just takes a while or something like that. But anyways, yeah, he made a Carolina Reaper, and uh, yeah, there's like I guess a lot of health benefits because uh, something to do with like heart. What are heart illnesses? What did Dad have or something like? Well, that? there's 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 a lot of yeah. There's a lot of cardiac diseases out there. Uh, um, I, I can't, can't think of any at the moment, but uh, I can't our, our dad needed to get a heart stint because he's having a clogged valve. Or I feel like it's something similar to that. Like it helps with that. Um, I bet. Start sweating balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like it floods you with endorphins, and um, it's all these health benefits to it. Um, the and, experience uh, of eating it alone of eating peppers, not necessarily yeah. even the nutrients of the pepper but the no. stress it puts on your body is healthy i think so that's what that's why i'm sure from what it. you're describing it's from the the friendship onion podcast the marion pippin from lord of the rings they have a podcast oh yeah and yeah. it's a pretty good them. podcast yeah and then they eat a pepper at the end <laughs> they do so we should eat a pepper at one point <laughs> um no but uh yeah it's pretty interesting i scared. <laughs> i ain't scared uh he uh because uh, he said he did all this research that happened to line up with what he suspected with all the health benefits of eating peppers. And he sent it out to other research facilities and other health department things. And some people will write back, reputable people, and be like, that was that is accurate. Scientists are, are, confer- are confirming yeah, like that these what are you our, find is true. Yeah, these are our findings too. And then I don't know if it's FDA or some some big association that's like tied to the government uh, probably was fda i don't know it usually uh, is if we're talking about food yeah and they he said he sent to them and they didn't respond back or something like that so it's just so clear that they don't care and that's kind of what we were talking about that's why i was bringing it up yeah well okay so this is fascinating um and actually this this is kind of aligned with uh the subject today um and the subject focusing primarily today is that uh Faith, you know, faith in God, you know, helps you through, uh, helps you through hard times. In fact, having faith in God is substantially better than any alternative. But, uh, and we'll get to that point. Um, I think this all follows along in that same way. So, as you know, Rob, and I think I have mentioned on other podcast episodes, maybe only one really, 
I've been experimenting with cold showers and then doing this uh, this uh, breathing method mm-hmm. and and cold plunges built built my own my own uh, cold plunge and I also have a sauna box. We'll sit in 140 degrees for like 20 minutes and just you know yeah. sweat it out. And what if that plunge was just the thing you put in a toilet? And it's like I don't know. It's cold. It helps. <laughs> But not hold it. <laughs> I'll see myself out. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, and the putting yourself through, you know, like cold plunges and and hot saunas and those we call that you know that's called hermetic stress. Putting yourself through hermetic stress, mm-hmm. where your body re, uh, responds to the stress by increasing hormonal production. Uh huh. Um, and uh, you literally reap major benefits from it we need more of that in the world and it sounds like these peppers are doing a very similar thing where they stress out your body it kicks in all these different chemicals that actually especially given the way we eat and treat our bodies today Mm -hmm. um is especially really good for us very very mentally good too not just physically it's very mentally good just like cold plunges are very good for your physical body very good for your skin very good for circulation but also and good for um uh, your uh, immune system but also very good for depression for for mental illnesses very very good for for stabilizing um uh, people who are often very depressive. depressive. So it's funny how it almost sounds like life was better for the people who lived back then and had nothing. Yeah, only, only because those who had a struggle because yeah. their bodies kind of reacted to all these extremes, and their bodies uh, benefited from it. Right? We so, think about people who had to do things back in the day. We go, oh, how did they, you know, get through that cold? That'd be so awful. You know, we're we're shivering thinking about it, sitting in our Temperature controlled houses keeping us roughly the same temperature all year long. Yeah. We walk ten feet to our car. Oh man, it's hot this summer. <laughs> he creak up my AC. <laughs> you know, like we we never really experience anything else. Yeah. If there was a, if you lived a perfect day, meaning you did all the best health beneficial things, what would that look like? like do you have to oh, I get up at 2 a.m. because the moon and my chakras or something? <laughs> you know, like, what does the day look like? I jump in a cold river. You know, like, what is it? I, I don't know. If, I don't know if you could define it into just one day. Uh, I would. I mean, I'll speak in generalities, right? You it, you start the night before getting to bed early enough. That way okay. you are getting the sleep your body needs. You get up. Are you a doctor? <laughs> uh, I am a doctor. <laughs> a doctor of writing. <laughs> a poetry. That's good enough for me. Black studies. <laughs> um, and, and, okay, well, generalities, right? You, you get the sleep you, you need. You get up. Uh, you participate in some form of an exercise. Unless you had exercised, you know, the right way the day before. You're on a rest day. Um, but I would still say it's good to... In, include uh, a good amount of breathing, like do a breathing uh, session because that also balances um, your the hormones in your brain. And actually, that's what enables you to enables your body to react in in the in the most positive way to hermetic stress hmm. to to jumping into a cold plunge. I think having a cold plunge in the morning or at night is is great too. And eating healthily, eating what your body needs that day. Right. We don't need necessarily three meals a day. Maybe you only need one meal, but 
by getting the protein, the vitamins, the minerals that you need. Um, okay, yeah, so the perfect day. Perfect day is hard to to describe because everything to me is is part of a, of a routine, part of a schedule. And so you do things on different days. You don't have to exercise every single day to be healthy. In fact, uh, even outside of just being healthy, if you want to be healthy and have the have the body that you're kind of wanting, right, like the fitness level, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the chiseled abs or whatever else you're happy you want, you don't have to work out every day to achieve that. In fact, that's harder on your body um, than you ought to be. You can you can achieve those sort of results by being better on your body without wearing out your joints doing constant cardio. Wait, you're telling me I can get chiseled abs by going to bed early? <laughs> by not exercising every single day. What? <laughs> yeah, just like when I beefed up and and I and I I mean put I on a ton of t- I put on a ton of muscle and I was able and I. More than uh, actually, I, I think it was I, ca- I quadrupled my or no no not quadrupled I, I over doubled my 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 uh, leg press in in all these other different weight areas. I did that in what six weeks. Okay. And I was only working out one or two times a week. For, okay. Yeah, I mean it's just it depends. Like it depends what your goals are, but you don't have to. Okay. Put so the so perfect much there. day. Don't work out. We're getting take off a, on a really a random tangent. Shower. That's not where I'm trying to get to. Uh, eat a tree. I try to live these uh, these things. You know, try to apply these health things that are good for me. Um, here's here's what I'm trying to get at. You you allow your body to be stressed. You go through these experiences, and people are discovering more and more. First of all, that our government and the health industry is very corrupt. Right. There are more natural uh, um, methods, tools. Um, things out there that will improve your health. Yeah, they, they they will they will help help your health in so many different ways. I mean, there's this guy will do breathing and, and cold plunges, and it has helped him uh, handle uh, handle his. I think he has MS uh, far better than like he he his body is doing so much better than it was for the first couple of years of no his way. disease. And he was on so many more drugs. Now he takes far less drugs and is able to do a lot. Who? It's in this. Uh, it's in this book you should read about. Uh, I think you actually. You oh, had, he had MS. Uh, Multiple sclerosis. Yeah, I think it was MS. I, I might be thinking wow. of the wrong disease. All I know is I knew a lady who had that at the nursing home when yeah. I used to work there. Yeah. It's just crazy to me. Like there, there are things you can do to offset or slow down. Um, uh, deterioration but also just to to take better care of your life here and now i mean you hear of jordan peterson and his daughter changing up their diets drastically and suddenly all all of their autoimmune diseases go away and their Mm -hmm. and their constant battle with depression goes away right it's like there are things you can do without taking drugs right and so me me talking about how there's there's these alternative methods and things that exist out there that will that give people something more that is that is better for them and is more natural. Um, I believe that that the same can be said of spirituality, and, and not just loosey goosey whateverism spirituality. Love is love, universe, yeah. But like, but like, concrete. There's a God. Here, here's what He wants us to believe and think and follow. Here's my relationship with God. Who am I? You know, it gives you it gives you identity. 
when I think of all of the different mental illnesses and um, and semi-mental illnesses that exist out there all around this progressive ideology that we're combating. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, you brought up God and then <laughs> my brain went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Who is he? Uh, <laughs> no, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's a fantastic rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> but I, as I was saying, the... These mental, a lot of mental illnesses and semi-mental illnesses people are are experiencing, mm-hmm. I would say, come from them lacking the foundation that faith in God would give you. In fact, people desperately want this foundation that they come up, they they find a a really poor alternative. They find it with political religion. Oh right? yeah, and so they go, oh, well, what's sure. my identity? Well, because they everyone wants to have identity in their life. Like, like no one yeah. wants to be uh, w- without without knowing who they are. Progressive ideology says you are part of a collective, and we will define you as just part of a group. You are nothing greater than well, your group. It gives them purpose. And, yeah, and right. And thing is, and we will constantly redefine and change the meanings and values of those groups based on the the need of of the leaders of progressivism, right? Based on the based on our political needs. Which sucks when you have a, a, a religion, even if it's not perfect, but it gives you a concrete understanding of who you are, and hopefully it's a positive one, mm-hmm. and it's not constantly shifting, but you can learn more about it. It becomes more in-depth. Gosh, that, that brings you solidness in your life, which, bring, which, which also makes you more capable of being stable mentally and emotionally. It's not perfect, and people still struggle with that. But when you really, really grasp, comprehend, and, and, and internalize the identity that you know, I am a child of God. That does so much for you. Yeah, it empowers mm-hmm. you so yeah. much. I think, from my own experience and having observed uh, observed other people, especially when you get depressed, um. You forget who you are and mm. what that means. Mm. And, 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 to, and when you forget it, it's so hard to come back to it because now you've put yourself in such a cloud that the darkness around you is pushing you back from reaching outside the, 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 dark, the, the cloud barrier to grasp this truth that comes from the light. Okay. Right? Because like when you, are, when you are enshrouded in that darkness... Uh-huh. It has a lot of control over you, right? But if you if you dive into deep darkness, into you know depths of despair and and, and misery and, and depression, you don't have to dive into it. You but can you just fall but, into it. <laughs> or get pushed into it. Um, <laughs> I like to bring someone but, with me. But you carry with you okay. this truth. Okay. You don't you don't let go of it. You know you have to really embed it deep inside yourself through much study. Through focus, through through um, practice, you will have an anchor to your soul. And the scriptures talk about having having an anchor to your soul. Mm. So, in terms of you know these natural things that can that are, can be good for you and better for you, mm-hmm. it's only natural that you recognize this faith, uh, or, or sorry, um, rec- recognize there is a God, mm. and that you implement faith in your life. God, believing in God, and knowing your relationship with Him, gives you hope. Because there's something more to this life. 
And people, people pretend, I, haven't you seen how people pretend like they're free? Yeah, we're free, we're happy. Because they believe, well, they believe in nothing other than f- fulfilling their own pleasures. Yeah. And are they truly happy? I mean, they can experience happiness, but not joy, not, not lasting happiness. Right? Yeah. They, 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 they only know pleasure, which they mistake for happiness. It's like, it's like the, honeymoon, the honeymoon phase, you know, oh, yeah. it just lasts a little bit. And then, uh, then you have to find something new. Yeah. Yeah. The world is, is constantly needing what religion can give them. And they're constantly searching for what religion will give them. And they're getting, uh, pseudo religions. Yeah, they are accepting crappy replacements out there and they're accepting it because they're also taught religion, evil, bad, crappy, don't do it. And we, and they go, you're right. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's interesting how we all need that foundation to, to put our souls at ease and have that foundation. And it's, it's like, I, I don't know if it's like, that's not something you just study the brain and go, oh, that little thing there, that that's where religion uh, gives you a foundation. You know, it's, it's so obvious that we have. That we are a spirit of, we're spiritual offsprings of, uh, of, a, a of eternity. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, otherwise we'd just be like animals. I mean, what would be the point of making Mount Rushmore? You know, what would be the point of of all these incredible things that humans do? Um, if there's nothing lasting, know. right? I'm it's like, it, well, but also, like, what's the point in leaving a legacy behind? Um, <laughs> If if there's only to, if there's only for living for the here and now, right? When you have something greater to live for, when you believe in something more than the than the physical surroundings of your life, mm-hmm. then you can handle the uncertainties and the uh, the changes that ha- that take place because you've transcended them mm-hmm. by having a focus. Uh, and a hope in something more, right? We believe God. We you know we believe in God, and we believe that He exists, mm-hmm. and we also believe His word, right? We believe that by being good people, we will we will be rewarded in heaven, not necessarily on earth. Sometimes on earth, that's a great positive thing, mm-hmm. but we're wanting rewards after this time. Yeah. In our faith, we believe that families can be together forever. Yeah, and so we want to live worthy. Of an eternal family. We want to live in such a way that we're going to love each other and enjoy each other now and look forward to it in the hereafter. And we also live worthy of being with each other in the hereafter, in the presence of God, right? Um, it is, is truly animalistic to have nothing more than that. Yeah, I, um, and I think that... Uh, I think about the whole, my own hard times in life. Like, for example, this morning, I was just having a really, really rough morning. I've been stressed out for several weeks um, with work. And this morning, it was all hitting me really hard. And I was feeling very trapped by my work and feeling like, gosh, there's just nothing more. Like, like That's what it kind of felt like. I mean, I, I knew that wasn't true. But I couldn't get my brain to truly try to remember the mm-hmm. spark of excitement about the future of my work 
There was no, I was like, I'm just, I'm trapped in this and I hate it. Yeah. And it kind of, you kind of had, and I kind of had the inkling of being like, kind of just want to end it all. Not my life and my, and oh. my work. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. like, and what I'm doing, I'm like, screw this. I'm just so tired of it. Right. I mean, it was only a little bit of a scratching at my brain that was thinking that sure. I was able to push it away. Yeah. There've been times when that's been stronger in the past. Yeah. Either way, it was still a very rough morning and I had to, I had to go off. Get away from my desk, get away from the bajillion different tasks I had to do and the stressors that were there. What'd you do? I got away, got some food and listened to an audiobook about business that it was teaching me how to better run my business and what it could do, uh-huh. like, like how it could be something greater. Uh-huh. And that, re- that, that helped me reobtain the vision that I had before. Like, oh yeah, no, I can do this. Uh-huh. This is where this can go. This is exciting. There are good things to come. And then to say I don't I don't care about the negative the the negative and the and the stressors right now it's fine this is temporary, and in fact, by caring less, and just saying I'm just doing this and I care less about you know being so hyperventilated over over like oh is it gonna work and just say just do just do what I can in front of me and forget about what's gonna happen tomorrow, and remembering that in that that audiobook legitimately helped me. I'm like, oh yeah, this is where this can go. That's pretty cool. Well, that's just like the scriptures, though. Yeah. Gosh, we're having a hard day, and then imagine, imagine reading a scripture that that helps carry you through. For example, let me let me pull out some verses for you because I love these. Okay. These are from Isaiah. Speaking of God, it says, "He giveth power to the faint." And to them that have no might, he increases, he increaseth strength. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. That's Isaiah 40, verses 29 and 31. I love that. I love that he's saying he's give, he gives power to the faint. Right? Mm-hmm. Those who don't have any might, he increases your strength. Mount up as eagles, right? I mean, I, on wings of eagles, you, I, I love that concept that he will lift you up, carry you on his back. Literally like Lord of the Rings style, riding an eagle. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously though. And, and, and carry you above all this. Ka-ka. Remembering that there, that there is greater fortitude and strength to be had by turning to God. And those are just... And I don't, I don't even think those are the most powerful verses. Those are just ones to remind me that by trusting in him, regardless of what's happening now, I'm going to have more strength, more might, and he's going to carry me through this. Mm-hmm. That's, that's empowering. But then I can, I can do other verses that will, will remind me of, of a grander future beyond this life. And goes, oh, that's what I'm living for. Mm. Anyways, that... There, there's, there's a lot of power to religion more than people think. And if, if you didn't, so, so there's a side tangent. So if you want me to talk, I will. But uh, brace yourself. <laughs> if you weren't part of uh, our church, what church do you think you would be? Like if you, a if, church if you didn't grow be a part up, of? yeah, right. Okay, I totally I'd be Catholic. Be, you think it'd be? Oh, Catholic? I totally would be Catholic. Why? Because Catholicism uh, has structure that I appreciate, has leadership 
Yeah, that but I they pre- believe in the Trinity. Well, if I didn't know anything else, I would believe in that. But do, do you think you're <laughs> no, <I'm> saying, <laughs> well? Sure, it's like <laughs> Satanism. You know, I mean, I could say no. I, I think I think I, I think I would have been Catholic because because I most people typically gravitate towards structure and organization, right? In fact, mm-hmm. we naturally do. And some people are okay with it on smaller levels. I appreciate it on grander levels. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. So if I were in charge of my fate, and I would, and I'm not the religion I am now, I would have. Been a, I probably would have been a Catholic mm. because I appreciate the role of a pope and cardinals, mm-hmm. right? And, and and it just and you you have a worldwide church. You have um, they they try to create cohesiveness across all the churches around the world. Now it's not perfect. It's no. not perfect in any religion, but there's some serious differences in Catholics in South America <laughs> compared yeah. to. Even the Philippines and Italy, uh, and America, but oh, yeah. you know, but they, but they, but you still have this unifying faith. Um, yeah, I think it would have been. But however, you bring up like things like you know Trinity and stuff. Yeah. Me being a thinker the way I am and, and study, yeah, I would have either had two conclusions. One is I just have to trust in what I've been taught, and I will understand it greater later, even though it doesn't seem to make sense to me. Or I would probably find a different church because they go, this doesn't make sense to me. However, I don't want Catholics to, to hear this and be like, oh, I'm, dishing, I'm just saying that that's, that's just how I currently believe and how I think I probably would end up believing. Because yeah. I believe that they're separate. Now tell me why Catholicism is wrong. No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Trying to trap you. <laughs> you also, okay, you said you had a hard day. You listened to a book and you ate food. What food did you eat? I'm not talking about food. <laughs> and I took a crap. I'm hungry. <laughs> and I drank a big drink. And I felt good about myself. Pick the lentils, my belly button. Do the corn And I began thing. to think, oh, I didn't remember eating corn. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. But that's uh, the thing, right? Um, I love that. Man, I wonder what region of Scotland that accent comes from. You should go to Scotland and try it and see if they think. Oh my gosh, they would beat me up and punch me straight in the mouth, straight in the haggis. You don't feel like sound like that, you little. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you do, yeah, you yeah. do. You start like <laughs> There's tons- pulling your limbs apart, and you're like, freedom. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it really is like the movies. <laughs> There's there's lots of different types of Scottish accents though. There's not just one. I know. I mean, yeah. there's a big difference between okay, the guy from Monty Python, that Scottish guy. What's his name? There's a Scottish guy. Yeah, wasn't he in Monty Python multiple times? Which one? Uh, in multiple episodes. Um, he's the one who plays the dad in Brave. He's the one the Scottish accent everyone always likes to imitate. The one I just did, pretty much. Is he the? He's like. Hey, you're kidding me! Like he, uh, he talks like that. Is he? Uh, oh shoot, Gerard Butler? No, but I was about to make a comparison oh, between Gerard Butler and him. The guy in The Hobbit. So actually, they play in the same movie together. Have you ever seen Timeline? God, Gerard Butler's in kid. that, and and the the, oh, the smartest scientist guy, which is the other about. Scottish guy. Yeah. They have completely very like very very different Scottish accents, right? Mm-hmm. The one 
Sounds like this, like, like, where he's talking yeah. like he's constantly pushing a cr- turd out of his the crack. Other one more deep, and the other one sounds like he's constantly swallowing his letters. Yeah, like yeah, that is kind of cool. Such random crap. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Man, no, no, tie it back into religion. No, let's see how good you are at this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, our, our our sister's going to Scotland well, next, awesome. next month. What's her flight number? Where's she staying? <laughs> no, no, let oh, me let me I'll tie this back, back to the real fast. I just want to encourage you if uh, hearing this, um, religion and, and having this faith does give you an anchor to your soul, to your life here and now, despite the evils that go on around you. We have become so. It is so easy to live now. It's so easy to live that it's hard to live. Mm. Because everything is physically so easy and intellectually so lacking in depth, right? We're in the thick of thin thing, things that life is actually significantly harder because we no longer have that base, right? As a culture, and, um, and I would say a lot of people of faith in America struggle with, with having that base because they indulge too much. In the, in the commonalities of our culture and in the politics and in our world today, which is completely irreligious, which is completely uh, animalistic and selfish and, and self-centered. So, if you, so what I'm trying to get at is, if you want it to, to understand or, or, or see real examples of how religion, having faith in God, helped someone's mental health and, and help, helped them in their life amidst really, really awful struggles, pick up a book. Pick up uh, Tramp, uh, not, not uh, Tramp for the Lord, but what was her book before? The Hiding Place? The Hiding Place. Corey, yeah, Corey, Corey Ten Boom. Read Corey Ten Boom's The Hiding Place. Or read Man's Search for Meaning. Or read... Um, first, uh, first tell, or no, like, first tell no lies? No, it's not first tell no lies. It's, what is that book? Uh, it's, um. By who? Live Not By Lies. I don't know. Gosh, I forgot the name of the author. That is a fantastic book. He goes over Christians surviving communism and spreading the faith during communism stuff, oh. including when they're imprisoned and being tortured. Wait, the one in Russia? Yeah. No, it's not Live Not By Lies. Yes, it's Live Not By Lies. Why isn't I read a different one? Well, there's probably several out there. Regardless, read these books. You will see people, real life experiences of people in real um, dark circumstances. Mm -hmm. Really hard, evil things. And how their faith carried them through. I would say that the greatest problem... The greatest problem to religion to, uh, with religion today is not actually with religion, but with how we treat religion, how we don't give it enough exercise, enough application, right? We don't cling to it and, and use it like we should. So that, so that way it is our, our, our anchor and our guide, a light into our path, as the scriptures say. We don't, we, in that way, we're much more casual and we want life to be easy and Therefore, our grasp on this iron rod of truth is, uh, is lax. But what happens when real hard things come? My gosh, if you were to be thrown into the mix, midst of great conflict, whether that's a war, famine, divorce, 
loss of a loved one, um, crisis of health, of career. Hmm. You need to turn to religion, not, not just now, but hard and fast. You, were talk- you brought up Shia LaBeouf before. Yeah. Well, Why did you bring him up? He's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> oh, I don't, know. don't let your dreams be dreams <laughs> he was in the news for uh something i don't know i for guess punching he, someone in the face did well maybe i don't know no. he's 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 religious now he played in some yeah, catholic he, he, movie he joined the catholic priest. church yeah and so now he's decided to live a life of faith or something I actually saw well, a snippet of an interview cool. he did. I haven't looked into it. So. Well, I saw a snippet of an interview he did with uh, with someone. I actually saw several snippets, but uh, of different inter- interviews of different podcasts. But the one I saw that I remember the most was just really heart heartfelt. It was really amazing to see him um, talk about the depths of his dar- of his darkness of his despair, and no one was there for him. No one cared, and someone acknowledged him. And was there for him, right? And that gave him hope. Wait, well, imagine, this, imagine if you were in uh, in your life, you're you're in somewhere really dark and, and awful, and there is no one there to acknowledge you. Maybe you're in a prison, like you're in a gulag or something. Yeah, there will, and there will, will literally be no one to acknowledge you in your in the darkness you're in, except God. Cling to God harder, and you will feel Him there. You will sense his presence and you will hear him more. This isn't schizophrenia. This isn't uh, hocus pocus. No, this this is real, real stuff. And it it, it really does stabilize an individual. And here's the thing. For those who are fence sitters, I mean, I would encourage if you if you talk about this with someone who doesn't who doesn't believe and who's very anti-religious. I mean, I love how. I love having conversations with people like this because they'll go, well, it's all just made up. I said, well, you know what? What's amazing is even if it is, it's amazing how it works. <laughs> right? Mm. It is, it's amazing how it, it works, even if it's made up. Need. Right? Just like when people go, oh, well, what you just did there, yeah, it's, it's all placebo. It's like, but isn't it amazing that it worked? It's like, I, I want <laughs> results, whether it's real or placebo. So. Yeah, well, I mean, the results are, are real, no matter what. The results Absolutely. actually occur. Yeah. So whether or not like, like you agree with the method of getting there, I don't care. The result's there, right? Yeah. Whether you think it's just placebo or actually working. But if you, if you, do, any, if you do any sort of real study, you'll discover it is, it is real. It's, it, it makes me think of what Jordan Peterson said when we went and saw him live. Someone asked about losing faith and not sure they can believe in God and, and mm-hmm. want to be atheists. And he said that like, you know, um, you can't to be an atheist, you, you have to be intellectually ignorant and, and dishonest with yourself because to have faith in God, like, like you have to really be intellectual and honest, mm-hmm. uh, and, and think deeply mm-hmm. because once you do that, the only conclusion you really have is God, which was so true. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You have to be willfully ignorant. And sticking your head so far up your own butt or deeper in the sand that you go, God, it's like you actually have to exercise more faith in no God than you have to that there is a God. Because then you have to continually justify and redefine everything beyond, beyond what reality is screaming at you, which is that all things denote that there is a God. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. So, yeah, so take a look at, take a look at those books. Take a look at um, The Hiding Place, Man's Search for Happiness. Um, there's there's one called Tortured for Christ. Tortured for Christ. I thought that was, that the, was the other one talking about. No, but it sounds, it, when I was listening to uh, the audiobook of um, Live Not By Lies, I was like, this sounds very similar to what Rob had mentioned before. I just downloaded that, so I'll listen to it. But yeah, yeah Tortured to for Christ was good. It was like all the... The Russians during their... The revolution, their, communist revolution. Yeah, and how they'd go to gulags. That's what they call They would right? send gulags. Christians to gulags, you mean? Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and and one day, you know, a guard would be beating you and torturing you, and then they hear wind of of this guy talking about Christ, and they full-on accept his message just like just like that. And then the next day, that guard's now in the gulag. It's just stuff like that where it's like they're so freaking hungry. Well, think, for it, think about that. And they can't. This guard knows. He's very aware. He's the one in charge of this bad stuff. Yeah. You know, he's a participating in it. He knows full well if he jumps to this religion, he's going to now be in it. Who in their right mind does that? Right? Yeah. I mean, and you, don't, you, you, you should be scared out of your mind to do that. However, there, there must be something to it that you're that you would go, oh, I must, yeah, I have to have this. I have to have this. Do what you will to me. This, this is a light unto me. I need this light. My gosh, I need it. Yeah, you should read we it. Forget it's how dark book. the world really is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you for listening to the Alex Spicer show. Uh, if you take away anything from this uh, podcast, that is. Eat bunch a bunch of hot hot peppers. Take right. cold plunges in thirty six degree water, thirty seven degree water. <laughs> uh, sit in hot saunas. I'm just kidding. I, I hear coffee enemas are the new. Rage. Oh my gosh, <laughs> gross! Was that uh, you telling me about it? Our sister, someone, some oh, girl in her ward, posted in on congregation their, on their there. church page like. <laughs> I just want to tell you what makes what makes me so happy is this is my routine. My routine is getting up at this time, and I start off with a coffee and then sticking coffee up my butt. This, 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 and it's like, wait, 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 what? Wait, what? <laughs> That's not casual. I, like she should have Blair or uh, not Blair, our sister <laughs> should have responded. That's true. <laughs> our sister should have responded like, uh, how many coffee? Uh, how many creamers? How many sugars? You know, is this a latte? No, what she should have said was. <laughs> Does that burn your butt? <laughs> uh, what she should have said was, so does the enema take place before or after you've already drinking the coffee? Or do you reconsume the coffee after you've enema it? <laughs> I'm not making two batches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that just sounds terrifying. It is terrifying. I'm just picturing some lady with like a boiling pot of coffee. <laughs> and then like pouring it on herself. No, you can't. You have to get you have to get someone to help you there. Uh, you're destroying this like really awesome oh, podcast so spiritual. You can like, cut this out. Stick this on my butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, walk away with that. <laughs> religion religion plays a real role in people in, in everyday life. Can and should play a real role. Mm-hmm. Especially as the world gets more evil. It 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 shines out brighter than ever before. So thank you for listening. Uh, share this with other people. And if you have any comments or suggestions, send them to contact at alexspicer.com and I'll happily respond to you. 
Anyways, live free until next time.